This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. Welcome to Connect with Community Waikato and Free FM 89.0. I'm Holly Snape, I am your host today and I am from Community Waikato. Today we're going to cover three broad areas. The first one will be about the weekly bulletin. So this is an update uh, around the things that are happening in the community and social service sector. If you didn't know, Community Waikato puts out a weekly bulletin, obviously, once a week. Um, And it is a a great way to keep informed, up to date with all the stuff that's going on around the Waikato region in the community and social service sector. So we'll go through that today. We'll then turn to Dementia Waikato, who we're actually about to have an annual appeal. And some changes have been made to that, um, obviously as a result of the restrictions we've had in place. So we'll have a bit of a chat about what's going on there instead. And they've also sent through a number of tips which really helpful for someone dealing with somebody with dementia and particularly from a distance. So we'll chat about those as well. Today's show is going to finish off with a conversation about the living wage. And if you didn't know, um, the 1st of September was the annual review date for employers who pay a living wage. So we're going to have a little bit of a discussion around that um, with a media release that was sent out by GoEco recently. So that's essentially our show today. Uh, let's start with the weekly bulletin. And the first thing we'll start talking about is money because that's always um, that's always handy. So for those of you community and social service organisations who perhaps work in the space of family Fano, perhaps it's community and environment or um, perhaps it's, yeah, those are the main areas, family, whānau, community, environment. So basically, um, there's a funding round. It's open at the moment, and you can access that through Community Waikato. So if you're interested in that, do jump on our website. Um, you'll see the link nice and easy to follow, and you fill out an online application. If you do fill that out, please make sure that you save your application as you go along, because things do happen. Uh, and if you need anything more as well, you can always get in touch with um, with Sally on our team. Sally is, of course, um, the, the main contact person for the Tyndall Fund. And if you just need a conversation, you can always send her an email and um, she'll talk you through what it is you need. You could also talk to her if you want, wanted to know whether or not you could qualify for a Tyndall grant. So if you do want to find out about that, give her a message on Sally, S-A-L-L-Y at communitywakato.org.nz. So nice and simple there. The second thing is around the AGM. Community Waikato have got an AGM at the moment <laughs> um, scheduled for the 20th of September. Uh, we'll, we're going to hold to that at the moment and hope we're in level two, in which case we will be able to go through with that um, AGM in person. We're hoping we can because it's actually our 20th anniversary 
so we're really hopeful to have a cake and, and a bit of a celebration and the likes. But um, yeah, we'll do some thinking. So at this point, it's Monday the 20th of September, starting at 4pm, and we're based uh, at 33 Victoria Street. So um, yeah, keep an eye on it. We'll keep you up to date as well about any changes that might happen there. And speaking of changes, um, you would have, if you listened to us regularly, you would have heard about the Aspire Community Showcase that was um, going to be run later on this year. Now, unfortunately, Aspire have made the hard decision to cancel the event for 2021. Um, very frustrating, but just concerned that um, that basically it's uh, that, that it's just a too big a risk to, to run with it. What they've found... Um, in terms of surveys and research is that it can take up to a month after a level change to get people um, feeling confident enough to attend some of those public events and so um, just sort of felt that that on this occasion it would be safer to focus on putting together an amazing event in 2022. So if you were planning on going to the Aspire show keep in mind it is now cancelled and so that will not be going ahead. What is going ahead though is reading financial statements. So Community Waikato put on a number of um, various workshops for the community and social service sector. Um, they're really affordable. This one's only $70 for, um, for community organisations. It's on the 21st of September at 9.30 and goes through till 12.30. This is a really, really good workshop, particularly for... For people who um, you might be new to the sector or new to governance, um, you might be um, wanting to work your way through an organisation and just develop a greater understanding of the financial position of organisations and how to extract the data that you need to from the information that you're given. It's a really interesting workshop. Um, it is not delivered by an accountant, so it's very accessible for people who don't have a lot of financial knowledge. So really encourage you to, to, to look to come along to that if you're interested. All of our workshops are up on our website at communitywakato.org.nz. So do go along um, and enrol for that if you think you could find that helpful. Uh, on the following day, we've got another workshop that's on the 22nd of September. This one from 8.30 to 4.30 and it's uh, a $150 cost. But this one is awesome. This is Understanding the Treaty of Waitangi. And these programs, these courses or workshops are always absolutely chock-a-block. They are really popular because they're extremely well done. They're run by a woman called Ingrid who we partner with to, to run these. It's actually being held at, at a local marae. But it's a wonderful way to learn uh, a little bit more information about the Treaty of Waitangi in a really safe environment. Um, it's about understanding what the intentions of the treaty were, uh, what the implications are now, um, and and how that fits in modern workplaces and professions. So really, really is a fantastic opportunity to learn some really, really good information that will um, is easily and well applied in your workplace. So if you are interested in that, um, again, jump online and you want to register relatively quickly because certainly that one there gets filled up very, very quickly. We've also got another um, workshop coming up on the 28th. September is a busy month for us. 
managing and governing small community organisations. So again, this is a really good um, half-day workshops from nine to one uh, for people who are a little bit interested in working out um, or understanding what that difference is between governance and management. Uh, a lot of our funders are actually very prescriptive about this. They, they um, absolutely need to know there is a clear delineation between governance and management. And we do see struggles sometimes, and that's where we see tensions in organisations, where there is a struggle between people understanding their role as a governor and their role as manager. So this is a, a wonderful way to have a conversation. It lays out a whole lot of information about that. It, it demonstrates all the different types of roles and um, talks through how it is you might identify what belongs in which camp. And look, you know, there are certainly grey areas and that's why this conversation is so important because each organisation needs to carve that out for themselves. So if you're interested, again, 28th of September, 9 to 1, it's a $70 workshop. Um, definitely jump online and enrol if you're keen to find out more. Um, coming up in October, around the 27th of October, we've got more um, of the free funding workshops. So that is delivered by multiple funders. It's a great opportunity to connect to funders, to understand what it is they want to see in a funding application and how it is that you can have a um, greater success when you're putting together your funding applications. So um, do keep that in mind. That's on the 27th of October. Um, if you're wanting to enrol for any of these workshops, please just jump online, communitywaikato.org.nz, go into the area it says workshops and you can go through the process from there. I uh, just want to give you a little bit of an update too about the uh, Here to Help You site, which is operating at the moment. It's been extremely busy through the lockdown periods. Um, you know, over 12,000 uh, people have been supported. Um, yeah, so I mean, that's fantastic. And through 697 separate cases, this is a wonderful way to access food or uh, mental health support or if you're struggling with accommodation they may be able to connect you to um, a housing provider or uh, talk you through the process all of that kind of stuff if you've got a problem and you need some help you can jump online on um, www.here to help you that's just the letter u dot nz and put in a request and they will connect with you someone will call you back and you can talk about what it is that you need Speaking of needs, um, the Combined Christian Food Bank at the moment, um, where all our food banks have been absolutely under the pump, but the Combined Christian Food Bank is really in need of recycled bags. So if you have any of those, um, those recycled bags that you would be willing to donate, do get in touch with them. I'm going to give you an email and I'll give you a phone, um, a phone number that you can contact. So the email is manager at hccfb.org.nz that's manager at hccfb.org.nz and there is a phone number which is 07 856 2520 856 2520 so do get in touch with them if that would be helpful for you 
another fund that's open at the moment. This is not one that's uh, led by Community Waikato, but the um, Community Capability and Resilience Fund is open. This is a Ministry of Social Development fund, an MSD fund, and is particularly helping organisations recover from the impacts of COVID. So it's really helping those organisations to strengthen their social and economic well-being. So um, that is well worth looking into if, if you're somebody who um, could benefit from that, if you're an organisation that can. Um, get in touch with us at info at communitywakato.org.nz if you need to be connected to that fund. Um, we're, I, better, I better take a break shortly. I'm sure you're needing a bit of a rest from my voice. But um, before I do, I just want to remind people that there are free counselling services going on at the moment. Um, there is one for uh, general New Zealanders. Um, if you're born in New Zealand, you can access free COVID-19 uh, COVID counselling. Uh, that is through mail support services. That is available for everybody though. To get in touch there, there's an 027 number, which I'll tell you about. That is 027-5053-144. Independent community media for the Waikato. Free FM 89.0. If on the other hand, you are from a... Um, an ethnic background outside of New Zealand and would prefer to have counselling in your own language, Diversity Counselling New Zealand is offering free culturally responsive counselling and psycholo psychology service. Um, this is particularly from people, people from Asia, Middle Eastern countries, Latin America, um, Africa and continental European countries. So if you do need support from them, you can get in touch by emailing contact at dcnz.net.nz so um, do get in touch with them if you need to um, you can also try ringing 021-0262-5587 or just google diversity counselling New Zealand they will come up and all of their details are there so well worth checking that out let's turn to Dementia Waikato uh, very sadly have had to cancel their event for um, for the fourth time can you believe it that's just it's yeah very frustrating for them what they've decided to do is rather than just doing nothing they're going to be hosting a virtual appeal so um, what they're asking is if people would like to support the virtual appeal they get in touch with um, or jump on the dementia Waikato website and you can donate there via PayPal um, they um, also have a text to donate number which they'll be confirming soon and we'll definitely be putting that out. Um, you know these guys do an incredible job working um, to support families um, and people who have symptoms of dementia um, and actually they've got these fantastic tips that they're distributing at the moment and encouraging people know and understand and that's all around um, well, various things, but the first one, caring for, for people from a distance when somebody has dementia. So they have some wonderful, um, wonderful thoughts for you. Things like encouraging, um, you know, friends and whanau to keep in regular contact. And you might do that through regular phone calls, um, through text messages. You know, it's really about trying to maintain that social connection, realising we have to do it at a distance. But checking on that welfare um, phone calls often, um, particularly if people are older, can be a real comforting 
um, connection, just you know, hearing a, a familiar voice. Um, if they're still at home, check that they's got, they've got sufficient food, um, that they're remembering to take medicines. Um, if they've got carers, you know, having conversations with those carers to make sure that those things are still happening, um, to check on their mental health, you know, all of those kinds of things. You know, if you can't get to somebody, you could still do things like perhaps send a care parcel, um, you know, just to make sure people have got the sorts of things that they might need, or perhaps um, contact someone through a, a video call if that's possible as well. I also, um, you know, encourage people to think about some of those um, outside um, or those those other issues that might um, be more difficult with someone's at home alone in the particular in the early stages of dementia, and, and that's around things like um, paying their bills, making sure that that's still happening. Um, potentially providing support if it's not, uh, arranging delivery of online food if, if um, you're concerned that they're not getting the, the food that they need, um, contacting a GP on the person's behalf if you have medical concerns for the person, and potentially making contact with neighbours, um, even if it's just little things to see that they're still getting out and about, um, that they're getting some fresh air, perhaps that they're putting their, their rubbish out, you know, all of those kinds of things. So um, so that's sort of more of that, that broader kind of basic tips on, on caring for somebody from a distance. But they've got a number of other um, tip sheets as well, like uh, ways to encourage a person with dementia to keep active at home during um, level three or four restrictions. And so, that, you know, there's a whole lot of hints here, like, having daily routines to help people with a sense of purpose, encouraging people to continue doing what they enjoy doing. And that might be things like gardening, you know, if, if that's the sort of thing they're into, um, you know, walking around the garden, walking around a small neighbourhood, um, choosing activities that stimulate the brain in the mornings when they might have a bit more, um, a bit more of the energy, and then helping them to relax in the afternoons and in the evenings. Um, in particular, if you're living with a person with dementia, there are things you can do around setting up um, the house for different activities to have uh, to take place, but also about the importance of having a really good daily routine um, and set times to get up and go to bed, all of those sort of things. Um, they've got another one, another tip sheet too on, on managing challenging behaviours and, and I'm not going to go through all of that but I just want to give you a sense of the sorts of things that you can access um, through dementia Waikato if it is um, you're connected to somebody who uh, is exhibiting symptoms of dementia or perhaps has been diagnosed. They're a fantastic organisation that can provide a lot of information and support so I'd certainly encourage you to get in touch. You can just, um, if you're not already connected with them, email them on info at dementiawaikato.org.nz. So nice and simple. Or you can give them a call on 07-929-4042. Again, you could just Google Dementia Waikato and it will come up and all of the contact details will be there. We're going to take a short break and when we come back we're going to talk a little bit about living wage. Free FM 89.0 
don't believe what I could have told you But I don't believe I've the balls to let you know I can say that cause I'm a man But I feel like a little boy today I cherish my intercontinental friendships We talk it over continental breakfast In a hotel in East Bumble, wherever Somewhere on the spear Around here Cherish my intercontinental friendships Not much very big on enemies So I kick a can way up into the sun, man But it falls down into a ravine I don't mean to even think about it that way But I do Watching the waves come in An inhabitant of some holy ghost Like a bruised ego along shorefront property unknown to me. But I'm feeling inferior on the interior. Don't, Don't you see? see? Got it and sentimental. And after all, it's just a rental. Like better luck performing telekinesis on a priest. You won't believe what I might have, could have told you. But I wouldn't want to leave you tripping out over it. Okay, more so me, but Or just me Watching the waves come in at night From my back porch to porch swing Swinging on its own See, it's just an inhabitant of Some holy ghost
listening to Connect with Community Waikato on Free FM 89.0. We've been talking today about uh, the well, what's going on in the community and social service sector, just going through the weekly bulletin. And that um, really was about, I suppose, some of those key uh, workshop opportunities coming up through Community Waikato. We certainly would encourage you to engage in those. Um, I think, you know, there's some, some great learning opportunities. If you want to know more about that, do jump on our website. That's www.communitywakato.org.nz. The other thing we covered was really about dementia Waikato and talking about um, the the annual appeal that quite sadly had to be uh, cancelled again. Uh, they do have a virtual fundraising um opportunity going on so if you're someone who's in a position to or like would like to support dementia Waikato do jump on their website and um, go ahead and press the support button for them the final thing we were going to talk about was the uh, living wage because actually the 1st of September just a few days ago that marked the annual adjustment date for employers who do pay the living wage so a living wage is that um, hourly rate that workers um, get paid that meets their necessities, um, you know, their, their food, their um, housing, you know, all those basic sort of costs of living. But also um, it reflects an, an ability to be able to participate in daily life as well. Uh, means that people aren't suddenly crippled if they need a, um, a visit to the doctors or if they'd like to go to a play or take the kids to the movies or something like that. It's about paying a wage that enables people to thrive in their communities, not just survive. The rate in 2021 is $22.75. It represents a $0.65 cent increase per hour per household. That is, um, that is worked out by the New Zealand Family Centre of Social Policy Unit. It's calculated independently yearly to reflect changes in the cost of living. That um, increase this year would represent around $1,300 or $1,352 a year um, increase for those uh, in receipt of a living wage. So um, pretty powerful stuff. Uh, the Go Eco is actually um, really supporting and promoting the living wage stuff at the moment. Um, so Joe Wrigley has just put out um, a media release around this living wage stuff. Um, and really appreciate that, Joe. Um, Go Eco, of course, really involved in um, creating healthy environments. That includes um, their commitment to social justice. Um, if we've got communities who are doing well, who are able to get by, we find that, that communities are able then to start looking at um, looking after other parts of their environment as well because they're not just surviving. So there's a an environmental um, connection too to um, paying living wages. Um, Go Eco uh, are also well known for their Kaivolution, um, you know, package, um, which diverts food from landfill. So amazing work that they do. So thanks, Joe, for all the information about Living Wage. If you're an organisation that is keen to get on board the Living Wage movement, do jump online and check them out. Um, 
it's actually not difficult to become a living wage employer and certainly what's fantastic about it it's not just about um, showing the value and respect for you have for your employees but also their families in the wider community so um so yeah that's us ready for another week that's um been connect with community Waikato on free fm 89.0 <laughs> episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.